Alexa, what is the baddest podcast in the land? Here's Pulling Back the Curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. Season three of the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast is brought to you by Samato Coffee. Pull Back the Curtain podcast listeners will receive a 20% discount on your order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit their website at www.sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people? And what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with our rawest opinion, while giving you the straight up facts. That's right, no fake news here. I'm Jules. Press. On this episode, we pull back the curtain on the best places in Chicago to get into the Christmas spirit and much, much more. Press, what's popping, baby? Man, audience, we already talking about Christmas. Just mm. had Thanksgiving, but you know what, audience? You know how this <laughs> holiday season goes. Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, get Thanksgiving out the way. It's like, all right, let's get into it. Let's get into the real thing. Christmas. That's right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, hey, I got to ask you, Jules. How was that turkey day, bro? Ooh, prayers. Man, I was up at 6 o'clock in the morning deep frying turkeys. Yeah, because you had a couple orders, right? Yeah, I had three of them. And <laughs> I'm outside. It's still pitch black out there. And I'm sitting there saying, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it took about an hour for that grease to get hot. Why the grease is getting hot, I'm prepping the turkeys because the night before, Fred, you know, I had to work. So I'm just, I was tired. I said, man, I'll just get up in the morning and prep these things. And man, big shout out to my wife. She helped me out big time, boy. Ooh. Hey, we got it done. We got it done. Everybody was satisfied. Moms was happy. A uh, big monster. My sister-in-law, she was, she was thrilled. So, so man, well, I, hey. Hey, <laughs> boy, I tell you, I went to work and got home. I passed out. I'm going to have to put an order in for next year, man. People sound like they were some happy customers over there. All right, I got you. Let me my, know. I got you. My man. Hey, so uh, you good yesterday? Yes, sir. What I did, I was able to shoot back to the house. And then after work, I went over to my mom's house. And they, how, how about you? Did you? I know you got your mom's macaroni. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I even had a bowl uh, before we recorded this morning. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> hey, man. I, hey, listen, let me ask you something. I know some people I talk to say they can't do leftovers. Okay. Yep. Now, how about you? Now, I, I can do leftovers. I can do leftovers. It's still until it is no longer good. I can eat it two, three days later, four days later. The way okay. I look at it, hey, if it ain't spoiled, it's there going go. down. There you go. <laughs> I just had this conversation on another show where somebody said they don't usually like leftovers except for if it's the holiday. And I'm like, well, sh- for me, yeah, the holiday leftovers, them things, they hit different. But leftovers in general, man, mm-hmm. I ain't letting nothing go to waste, Jules. Man, come on. Come on. I love when it, when, a, when a wife make extra, a- extra big portions. And I'm on it. Well, she do it because she says so she don't have to cook every day, which oh, is she's cool. She's smart. She's yeah, she's smart. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I'm happy. I ain't all they do come in and warm that stuff up. I'm gonna have to just say this to you, Jules, because I think that's a great point here to, to go into my fair file. Okay. Is, you know, usually when I do these fair files, it's somebody that did something that kind of got under my skin a little bit. So I gotta ask you, Jules and the audience, fair file on people that come over to the crib for the holidays for a meal, don't bring nothing, but a quick to take some leftovers. Especially the baked macaroni and cheese. That's Ooh. all I'm gonna say. Especially oh, the baked man. macaroni and cheese. That's a big foul, uh, Press. It's foul, man. Normally, when you go over people's houses to eat or to spend holiday, you don't bring something. I mean, that's that's how you know. That's how I was brought up. Me you know, too. you bring some so uh, a dish, a bottle of wine, whatever the case may be. You know, you you don't come in empty hand, right? But yeah, people that do it, and yeah, they get a big foul for me. <laughs> Same here. Even if the person tell you, oh, don't worry about it. You don't have to bring nothing. You still bring something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just something. Just good gesture. Yeah, you come, you going over, you coming over to spend some time and you eating and you being festive and talking and laughing. And it's like, it's just, it's just good gesture. Just come, come with something, some of your hands. But other than your, other than a knife and fork. <laughs> or the Tupperware that you brought. When yeah. I saw the Tupperware come out, I'm like, wait a minute. Is that Uh-oh. our Tupperware or you bring your own Tupperware? I'm like, so that's the only thing you brought was Tupperware. 
to take food up out of here. All right, cool. <laughs> I bet you was watching. You was watching that person load up on them and they making cheese, huh? bro. I swear to God, I was like, I hope that fucking spoon that you use is breaking half, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> So I think that's foul too, but I can't wait to what the audience think on mm-hmm. that. They're probably also thinking I'm petty as hell, but you know, I, I get that a lot from people. They're like, man, friends, they like, boy, I would want to cross you. They like, boy, you remember everything. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you get and you get Scotty B, man. You know, shout out to him because he's a big, big supporter of the show. He you even got him, he'd be hitting me up, he'd be telling me he trying to get big like Prius. Oh yeah. <laughs> I see you, Scotty V. I'm about to pull up on you and Jules one of these days at the gym, man. Oh yeah, that'll be what's up, man. He said, Jules, you ain't you ain't on prayers level. I'm trying to get on prayers level. I said, all right, go ahead. Shit. I ain't gonna stop you. <laughs> Y'all a fool. I love it. Hey, happy holidays to you, Scotty V. Our first mailback question, and we're gonna be talking about food a lot, I think, uh, it is during this holiday season, but the first mailback question, and this one, it made me laugh, but I also kind of got pissed off at the same time. This one came over from Felicia from Carpentersville, Illinois. Mm. And she wanted to know, Jules, what are your thoughts on NFL player Matt Judon saying that mac and cheese is disgusting? His last name should be called Judas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's blasphemy talking, man. You know what? When I saw this question, I was like, maybe maybe my man had some bad macaroni and just, <laughs> just messed them up, man. Because you do get people, they taste something and it's terrible. And they was like, no, nah, I ain't going to mess with that. Maybe maybe somebody in his family or girlfriend or whatever the case may be man has made him some bad macaroni. He just, But I would tell Matt, if he's listening to this show, man, get, get, get some macaroni in your mouth, man. Press, you might have to send him some of your mom's mac and cheese so, so he can get back on it. How, how dare you talk about some macaroni and cheese? Jules, he don't deserve my mama's macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Matt. Because <laughs> when I saw this, Jules, I kind of went to where you said, I'm like, maybe he eating the roll macaroni and cheese. Maybe he eating that craft shit, that 88 okay. cent, the creamy bullshit. No, that uh-huh. ain't real mac and cheese, Matt. But Jules, you took the words right out of my mouth. That shit was blasphemy. And I'm going to take it a step further. This Uh-oh. black card needs to be revoked. I'm sorry. Damn. Get him out of here. Matt. <laughs> you got to relinquish the black card. <laughs> get, get that shit up, son. But you know what? I think he did say that he's not a fan of uh, apple pie, I think. Oh, so he don't like apple pie? Well, I don't either. So give me that sweet potato pie all day long. Mm. Oh, okay. Because I know you like apple pie. You said that on the last episode. Yeah, I I pretty much eat all of it, except for lemon meringue. I'm not a big fan. Of I don't it. like that one either. But for the most part, oh, yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> hey, I like French silk pie, too. Ooh, never had it. Oh shit. Okay, I got you. Never had it. I got you. French French silk silk. Yeah, French silk. So Ooh, chocolate okay. pie. It sounds Ooh. good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Chocolate pie with a layer of whipped cream and some chocolate shavings on the top. Oh, you'll love it. Oh, come Delicious. on. I'm already. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Send that my way. I know. I know it's good. I know I'm gonna tear that up. Yeah. 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 I got you. I got you. So <laughs> because during the holidays, like we keep that shit on deck around here. Mm. Hey, Felicia, great question. The last thing I'm just going to say on that is some of these folks, man, they'll say anything to get some attention. I'm thinking Matt might have just been saying that just to say some wild shit. I don't know. But that was a really wild comment that you made, Matt. Yeah. You need to step down to the front of the congregation because Pastor Jules and Pastor Chris have to <laughs> holler at you, bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jules. The next question came over from Mary from St. Paul, Minneapolis. She wanted to know. How do you feel about Tamir Rice's mother's thoughts mm. on the Kyle Rittenhouse decision? And audience, mm. before we before we discuss this part, Tamir Rice's mom still mourning the, the death of her son who was killed for playing with a toy gun. So she had a lot of thoughts on the Kyle Rittenhouse decision. Man, she said this whole whole country needs to be overthrown. That's how disgusted she was. And I was like, damn, you overthrowing the country. And it's been crazy ever since the trial came. Ever since that incident happened, it's been crazy. And there's two sides to this thing, and it's been politicized. And you get people speaking out on both angles, and it's like, it's just messed up. I pray for her because losing your 12-year-old baby, senseless, years go down, 20 or 30 years, you still you still remember it. Her comments is is warranted because she she's hurt and, and, and did with, with this come out. I'm pretty sure she probably looked at it well. 
her baby had a toy gun and didn't have a chance. Right. Here's Rittenhouse has a rifle and he was able to walk around with it. Yeah. And didn't and didn't get shot. And and I know she's looking like race coming to the fact in these things. And she needs to grieve and and if she needs to express express it. And if this is the way for her to kind of kind of cope and, and try to help her in these times, I mean, I'm with you. Definitely pray for you. And unfortunate we live in a society where there's this one game being played, but there's many different mm-hmm. rules for different people and mm-hmm. and I don't see it changing. I pray that I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't see it changing in my life. In my life, well, and I think that attitude is the attitude that a lot of people have. But I also think mm-hmm. that's a bad attitude for us to feel, Jules, because I think we could be part of that solution, even though we know it's uphill battle to probably do anything. Because that's the way the system was designed. Let's just be honest, and mm-hmm. the system's mm-hmm. working as it is intended to work. Because when you look at the situation with Rittenhouse. Not only should he have been thrown in jail, but that damn mother here should have been thrown in jail too. So we're over here talking about Tamir Rice's mother. This mm-hmm. mother, every time one of these situations happens, it probably brings up her mm-hmm. her thoughts and feelings about her son being killed, Jules. And you right. look at Rittenhouse's mom in that courtroom having the audacity to be sitting there with her fake tears. Cal Rittenhouse with the audacity to have his fake tears. Well, people died. Mm-hmm. That shit just pissed me off all the way around. That whole theatrics about that trial I'm not one to politicize anything, Jules. For me, right is right, wrong is wrong. And when I looked at that situation, I just was surprised that they found this man innocent on everything. I mean, this dude now is out here. He's going to be a celebrity. He getting invited down to Mar-a-Lago. That shit, man, to me, is just like, it's a slap in the face, bro. It's a slap in the face. It just makes me mad. I understood his mom's opinions and her thoughts because uh-huh. she's hurt. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I were her, I'd be confused on what we're seeing right now because it's like, okay, that's Jules' point. There's one set of rules for these people, and then there's another set of rules over here on the other side. It just seems like people are very quick to apologize when someone on that other side breaks the rules, but then someone on here on this side does it, then they're like, well, what did they do? What were they wearing? Well, it's always questions asked about what, what were they doing? Why did... What did they do to cause their death? What did they do to cause their situation? Whereas with other people, they don't do that. And it's just, it just gets old. It, it gets old. I'm tired of the fact that we got to talk about situations like this. I'm tired of the fact that we have people in this world that apologize for these situations, man. It's just, I'm sorry, this Mary, this question is just is making me mad because mm-hmm. I'm just sick of these situations happening in the first place. When we get these decisions is most of the time we're going into and expecting a verdict like what we saw there. Yeah, Prez, you know, I I, I said on the show, we talked off air, I knew that nothing was going to happen. He wasn't going to get convicted of these charges. This was all just formality, to tell you the truth. I don't want to get people upset by talk, but I already knew he, I already knew he wasn't going to get convicted. Yeah, but that in itself is sad because if my black ass would have shown up there underage as a minor with a rifle at a protest, Mm-hmm. And I shot anybody. Let a little shit. I wouldn't even have had to shot somebody. I'd have just been out there with that thing. They would have lit my black ass up. Not only did this dude kill people, quote unquote, in self defense, he walked off, went home, spent the mm-hmm. night in bed. That's the problem. Yeah. That's, that's the bigger problem with this thing. Yeah, legally fine. If you want to get into the semantics of the case, yeah. By the law, okay, yes. But let's just say if that was a black kid that did what he did, what would that result would have been? It would have been a whole different fucking result. Mm. Yeah, that's that 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 thing we talked about. That one game set many set of different rules now. So, uh, and, and it shouldn't. Be. That's, and, that's, and it shouldn't be. But that's, and it shouldn't it gets be. me fired up, now. right? And it shouldn't be. If one, what, 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 mom always said, "What's good for the goose is good for the gander," or whatever the case may be. <laughs> but good for the gander, yeah, yeah, yeah gander. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this was a tough question. This is why we get this show so we can address things. Pull it back the curtain. It goes and exposes and shows there's hypocrisy and different things and contradiction and. And also expose, hey, listen, we need to relook at the, the laws and stuff because I first said, far as with the, the weapon charge, well, it only goes because if, if, it's, if it's a handgun, but it doesn't count for long guns. Okay, now we need to look at that and need to change that because no 16, 17-year-old boy need to walk around with any type of gun. Right. So Let one of that caliber. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's look at this. Now, he got off on the technicality on that. Okay. Let's look at that. Let's change that. Let's change. We got to, you know, you got to change it, especially these days and times because it's just getting, it's only getting worse. And then you people hear that 
And he, oh, I don't have to have a handgun, but I can walk around with a long gun or a shotgun because it doesn't fit in that statue. You know, I'm good and I'm underage. Is it? But but you being underage, you're not you're not old enough or have the mentality to own this type of weapon. So those those things lawmakers got to look at and say, hey, you know what? We gotta we gotta update and modernize this 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 these laws. A hundred percent, Joe. Hundred percent. Hey, but we appreciate that question and audience. <laughs> I know this was a tough one for us to answer, but we're not gonna duck any questions you guys sent. So mm-hmm. we definitely appreciate them all. But in the spirit of that. James from Chicago wanted to get our thoughts on the Ahmad Arbery case. And his mm-hmm. initial question was, do you think that the shooter will be found guilty? Well, James, mm-hmm. we, we saw the answer to that. The jury found Travis McMichael, who fired the shots, guilty on all nine counts, including malice murder and four counts of felony murder. Jules, mm-hmm. give us your thoughts on this one. Again, looking at it, just like the Rittenhouse, looking at the the evidence that I forgot. Oh man, I want to say the the third offender. Uh, I want to say his name is Brett. I, I, I forgot his name. Uh, the one who was videotaping everything. He oh, went on. The neighbor? Yeah, the neighbor. Yeah, I, I, I think his, his last name was Brian. Brian. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Brian. Brian. Because I was saying no relation to Kobe. Initially, he recorded everything to justify their actions, but he ended up helping the. Uh, Ahmaud Arbery, the case, because what I've seen, what everybody else has seen on this on the video, is that no, you guys committed murder. Now you can, let's go. You know, all oh, well, you can make citizens arrest. True, but only only felony cases. This wasn't a felony case. Him looking inside a house and then leaving, it wasn't burglary. It wasn't robbery. It was none of that. It's if anything, trespass, which is a misdemeanor at best, if, if, if anything. Right. So there we go with the laws. That's what the law says. What they did went against the law, and that's why they get they get found guilty. It was a, I, I knew that was going to get guilty. I knew they was going to get guilty because you guys, you guys broke the law. And not only that, you, what Travis talking about, he, he was in fear for his life when he grabbed the gun or he, when he approached him. Right. I think he testified under it's right. like, bro, you was the aggressor. Mm-hmm. You was the aggressor. How you in fear for your life? My man ain't got nothing. But you Nothing's got the damn shotgun. Yeah. He trying to get that shit away from you because you got the gun on him. Right. You can look at Amar. He, now, he was in fear for his life. Mm-hmm. And there's three things you can do, people. Fight, flight, or freeze. And my man fought. It's just unfortunate that he ended up dying. I want to go on the other side of that. So when you said that you went into this situation knowing that these guys are going to be be found guilty. I didn't share your same confidence, man, because mm. we've seen in the past in our history where there's this things that have been put right in our face where it's obvious. This is this. And they still find a way to justify it. So even when they read that jury, bro, I was still sitting there and a part of me was wondering, are they going to try to find a way to do some fuck shit here? I was relieved that justice was served. But again, Jules, that's why I talk about with these type of cases. I go into them apprehensive that is this thing going to go the way that we hope it goes? Or are they going to find out a way to try to say, oh, well, it was self-defense or it was this or it was that. So, hey, man, I'm just glad that these guys were all found guilty, especially that that fucker, was it Travis McMichael? Yeah, Travis, yeah. Yeah, him, fuck him, fuck his daddy. And you said a friend helped out, yeah, but fuck him too because you out there recording Oh, no, no, shit. right, right. No, you I'm, know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ain't saying for him that give him kudos. I give him right. kudos because you buried yourself, bro. That's why I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he did. And all he did was try to, he probably tried to help himself out by going over there and, and testifying against the mother dudes, right? <laughs> he tried to save his ass. He gonna switch, become a witness for the state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which, it happens. It does happen, right? You see it all the time, my buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we were just talking about Tamir Rice's mother, and I have to talk about Ahmaud Arbery's mother, uh, Wanda. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about it so much, man, with these mothers having to deal with this grief and sharing the grief of their murdered children with the world. And I just want to continue to just pray for her and just hope that she finds the strength through this situation and this in the future, because her son should still be here. And even though these people were found guilty, she's never going to get her son back. Dude, man, I, uh, prayers. I'm with you, man. Cause I get to pray for her because I can't even imagine what she is going through because you know, like we talk about with Tamir Rice, my mother, 
every time the situation like that come up, it brings it back. Or oh, just for just being in the house in his room or where the case. Uh huh. Man, boy, that's tough. It's tough, man. But I especially know, with the holidays coming up. Oh, dude. And look, we talked about mindset and suicide before. This time is where it's high far mm-hmm. as people committing those acts because they're depressed and they're sad and, they, and, and the memories. It's, it's supposed to be the joyous time of the year because it's, you know, it's got the lights and it's festive and family. and few, But there's people out there are going through things and just it just put them over the edge sometime and they just can't take it. And boy, I just want to tell, we just want to tell, tell Tamir Rice's uh, mother and, 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 and Amar, Amar, Arbery, man, just, man, be, be, be prayerful, be strong. I know their families around them and holding them and, and just being with them, man, because boy, that's, this is tough, man. This is tough. And, and unfortunately, what, what I do, I, I see the grief. I see the, the sadness and mm. people crying and, 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 and family's eyes when a loved one's taken from. And as a, as an officer, I had to do my job, but I, I get affected by that too. Because I'm sure you do. You're yeah, human. I'm human. And, and it's like, man, it's just senseless. And it's just, I know one thing, you just gotta, like Granny always say, just gotta keep living. Gotta keep living. But hey, man, that's why we, we do this show, man, uh, to bring light to these stories and these conversations because these are conversations that are very needed, and especially in what you were talking about, Jules, with this time of year. This time of year is where a lot of people, man, start to kind of feel like in a dark place. They kind mm-hmm. of feel like, I look around, I'm, I might be single, or I might be alone, or I don't have family, or my family lives on the other side of the country, whatever the case may be. These are the conversations that we want to have because we want to let people know. We see it. We understand these things are going on here are some things that we think can help, and we hope that they can help some people. I've, we've gotten so many good responses from people saying, hey, how they look forward to these episodes, looking forward to the mailbag questions, and in some cases laughing, and in other cases mm. like, hey, this is good to kind of get some honest feedback on some of these critical stories that are going on in our world. So we don't take that shit lightly. We really appreciate the fact that anybody that's listening to anybody that gets anything out of these episodes, because, hey, Jules and I, we put a lot of work into putting together quality content for you guys. So we hope you guys uh, continue to appreciate it as we uh, continue to do this show. Sir. All right. The the next mailbag question comes over from David from Roswell, Georgia. And he wanted to know, what does the recent Emmy nominations for Louis C.K. and Dave Chappelle say about the cancel culture? Oh, man. (laughs) Dude, this question here, I was like, okay. Uh Uh-huh. I think it goes to show that cancel culture needs to die out. I'm not perfect, and anybody say they're perfect, man. I hey, it's Damn a place. It's, yeah, I'm a, it's, it's a place that you're going. Because <laughs> sometimes people slip up and make mistakes. People say things not malice, it be unintentional or unintentional, whatever the case may be. But cancel culture shouldn't happen because nobody's perfect in this world. And who are you to say I'm a cancel that person? You know. So with this, when I see this controversial type artist that's getting nominated for awards, it goes to show, okay, it goes to show that they're human beings, but their work that they put in is getting appreciated and getting get nominated. I, I, I'm, I'm cool with it, man. I dig it. So when I got this question, it made me perk up. Now, I have my opinions about the attempts of the cancel culture, and I think a lot of times people are out here, they're trying to destroy the lives of someone that they feel that these people are problematic. But in essence... You're not going to cancel someone that's rich. I always say most of the time mm, when mm-hmm. people try to do this, they do this shit to like the rap, the average uh, Joe that right. they start doing that kind of stuff to it. It'll affect those people because they don't have riches beyond riches. A guy like Dave Chappelle, a guy like Louis C.K., which Louis C.K., his shit, when you think about it, the fact that he said like, hey, I, I had something to do with some of that sexual misconduct yeah. stuff. I was like, all right, man, Louis. But at the same time, when I saw that he got nominated, I said, well, people obviously are still listening to his stuff. They're still watching his specials. They're still going to see him in concert. So, I mean, what does that say, I guess, about people, Jules? I mean, if these people are willing to look past those things that Louis C.K. did, then what does that say about the cancel culture in, 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 in essence? Mm-hmm. Does that say that people don't really care about the things that they try to say that they care about? Or do people just maybe get dizzy and blind behind 
oh, I like this guy. This person's funny. That's kind of what I'm wondering when I see uh-huh. this situation. No, I'm I'm with you, Brad, because, dude, how can you not like Dave Chappelle <laughs> or Louis C.K.? I only got a couple of his uh, shows, not too much, but, and they still try to come at Dave with the, with his last uh, special. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. But it's not, it's not working. Dude, too, he's too, he's too, he's too smart and he's too talented. As far as comedians, I think you have to give them a little leeway because they're taking things that's going on. They're taking situations and, and things that's going on in, in today's time and, and try to make, make it, it funny so people can laugh. So you can not be so stressed out or depressed that you can talk about it. You probably hitting, he probably hitting points that people saying, Man, I never looked at it that way. So it's genius is what what they're doing. I mean, it's just the people who's not open, who's still blind, who think they can see, are saying, no, we need to counsel this person. But you're not really paying attention to what he's actually saying, you know. And that's what I told a lot of people with uh, Dave Chappelle's recent um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) special. I said, look, I understand that some people may look at that and say, okay, he made some anti-trans comments. But I think that people need to listen to everything that was said Mm -hmm. in that show because there's certain jokes in there that we did not hear people addressing that I thought he spoke actual facts on. He talked about how the baby actually shot someone. Right. Nobody talking about that. No. But dude. he made some comments about some people in there, their backgrounds and, and so forth. That's the stuff that people are upset about. But you didn't have a problem with him killing someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at kind of what he was saying in that moment and don't pick and choose. I think when I saw that, I said, don't pick and choose. Now, Louis C.K., that's a different situation. Yeah. But with Dave Chappelle, with that one, I just kind of looked at it. Okay, you didn't like what he had to say. But listen to everything that the man said, because I talked to a lot of people about that. I know a lot of people said they didn't come away from that special looking at it problematic. Right. It was funny. (laughs) And what did he say? If this is what being canceled is like, I love it. Hey, man. Keep coming, and and I and I and I, that's what I'm saying. I I hope this thing kind of just veer off because it's like, man, come on, man, cancel those people who need to be canceled. Mm-hmm. You know, you get people that are doing messed up stuff out here. All right, I'm with you on that. But if there's some, if there's somebody's views or opinions, what's the problem? Yeah, and and this is my thing. I've even told you this. I just don't really get with the whole trying to rally people around you to because you had a a problem with somebody. Because this is what I see. I see a lot of this now on social media where people have a disagreement with someone and now they're trying to rally up a bunch of people to go against somebody because you got an issue with the person. Mm-hmm. That's weak. That's weak. Mm-hmm. So you basically, in essence, are being as toxic as the person that you're saying is toxic. You're trying to defeat toxic behavior by being toxic. I don't get it. No, you're a hypocrite. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. It, what's that one saying? <laughs> take the take the log out of your eye before you take the splinter out of somebody else's. Worry about yourself. <laughs> How about that? Cancel those who need to be canceled. If it's something something worth canceling, and it's all this other stuff, man. Come on, just get off of it. All right, the last mailback question comes over from Jerome from Flint, Michigan. He uh-huh. wanted to know what were your thoughts on the one game suspension handed uh-huh. down to LeBron James for throwing an elbow against the Pistons uh-huh. and Jules. I laughed at this one. Going. I saw Jerome was from Michigan. I was like, oh, I know how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Brad, you know what? A lot of cats I talked to said it was uh, it was an accident. But I don't know. I was looking at it, and I replayed it a few times. Okay. LeBron had a real pissed-off look on his face. He when did. Swung. He did. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that's, you know, an intention. I, I, I think he meant to do it. Now, I don't think... He meant to to cut him the way he did, <laughs> but I think he he meant to hit him because you know he's jockeying for position, and I guess he probably hold, held on a little too much. And LeBron just, you know, man, get off me, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. That's exactly what he gave him. Yeah. Get off me, yeah. And he and he cut. I don't think he meant to cut him open like that because he he cut him, bro. And, and he gets mad. Stewart, when he saw his blood, bro, when he felt that blood come down, that's when he lost it, bro. And couldn't nobody hold him back. Couldn't no. nobody hold him back. No, no. Hell. And, and Jules, I, I I know this about you. You know, you you, you throw them hands. This uh-huh. is the thing that a lot of times in situations, man, there's things that sometimes the people that they snap. And at that moment when LeBron caught him, he snapped. He lost his shit. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you because you're probably one of the more 
laid back, measured people that I know. Have you ever been in a situation like that where you lost your shit that you were in a rage like Stewart was? Because I'm telling you, if Stewart could have got a hold of LeBron, that would have been a big ass problem, oh, boy. Man. You know what? At first, um, thank God I never get I never get that blind rage before. Okay. I, and I think normally a couple incidents happen on the street and they, you know, take that badge and gun off. But I'm I'm so confident <laughs> my stuff. It's like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but nothing comes, comes after because you know i i try not to you know get into that stuff man i you know but <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> that dude will have no problem taking out davis russell to get the whole Lakers to get the lebron because that brother was so mad uh-huh. you could hit him and he wouldn't have felt nothing they was bouncing off of him that's how pissed off he was War, war, and you saw. Hey, did you see Rest? Did you see uh, Westbrook in front had his had his little hands up? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) Okay. And you but but in that moment, LeBron should be thinking them Pistons teammates because they Uh really was the ones. They them guys saved LeBron because it wasn't nothing. No Anthony Davis and no Russell Westbrook Mm -hmm. was gonna do. Them Pistons guys literally they had to tackle this dude. (laughs) Dude. Man, I get scared for LeBron. Yeah, I get scared because I, I got to check to see if they play again because that might be very interesting. <laughs> but yeah. I think dude had a long time to calm down, and they probably they probably wrapped off off. You know, they probably I don't know. Uh, if LeBron was smart, he reached out to that man and mm-hmm. apologized. You know what I mean? I would too. I would yeah. too. I mean, just just own up to it. like, man, bro. You know, I was you know we was jocking, and I I got a little upset, and that, but I didn't mean to. Because, I mean, listen, man, we know it. Basketball, football, these sports, it's a physical sport. They were jockeying uh-huh. for position. But what it looked like to me, like you said, I think LeBron intentionally hit him. I don't think he meant to bust him open like that, but LeBron mm-hmm. was like, hey, dude, get up off me, right? He was trying to set the tone there. And it's the thing, though. Sometimes, Jules, when you do shit like that, LeBron in that moment realized, man, I did that to the wrong person because. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Not only LeBron ain't going to do it again. I don't think anybody. <laughs> I don't think other cats in the league gonna mess with this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. We so so drone. That was a great question because man, when I was watching that one, I was sitting there like, man, LeBron was lucky because I don't think LeBron wanted that smoke. Uh 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 uh. He was a big boy too. Mm-mm. Yeah, and dude, and... the craziest part is when they got him separated the first two three times when he tried to get after LeBron. Then he's walking off the court. He's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then he turned around and did that sprint. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, he was knocking over coaches and players. Yeah. And I saw one female in there. I said, "Get it! you need to get out the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I felt bad for her, man. Mm, she was trying, though. She was trying. Man. LeBron, you was lucky, bro. That's all I'm going to say. You was lucky. <laughs> yeah. Ooh-wee. My God. <laughs> But listen, audience, in today's episode, as Jules told y'all, we're going to go through some of the best places to get into the Christmas spirit. Mm. And LeBron and Isaiah Stewart, if you guys come to Chicago and you listening to this show, y'all should look at it too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, the facts are the facts. <laughs> they are the facts. They are the facts. So, Jules, the first place that I wanted to just tell our audience about, and this is obviously somewhere that you probably know, is the, the Botanic Gardens. Uh-huh, they, yeah. they do like a little annual display of the lights. It's really cool, man, because you could go on this little path. It's probably about a mile or so, maybe a mile and a half. At nighttime, it's just really cool. So they have like a really nice little after at nighttime experience. They got a little tunnel there. I mean, dude, there's so many lights, man, like probably hundreds of thousands of lights. Trees with, you know, with the bulbs all over them, holiday songs. So that one place there, man, the Botanic Garden audience, if you get a chance to take in that experience, it is dope. And you're going to walk out of that thing. You're going to have no choice but to be into the, you ain't going to have no choice but to be in the Christmas spirit. Oh, man, that's what's up, man. Those gardens, man, those gardens, they're pretty, you know, in the summertime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you can't get your Christmas spirit there, man, brother, you lost because, <laughs> yeah, because man, just seeing that you just just bring a smile to your face and get you in a happy mood. 
And your mindset is like, man, this is beautiful. And you're out there and then you look at it walking around, you with your family or your girl or your, or your husband or wife or whatever, man. That's a good one. Um, and also, too, Jules, mm-hmm. you know this. It's easy to sell out. So artists, if you want to go there, mm-hmm. okay, get on them tickets ASAP. Okay. Okay, gotcha. I want to say one for my childhood. Okay. Okay. That get me, that get me in the mood. And I know people that, if people, if you can just bear with me. When this, when we were talking about this, my grandmother's house, my grandhouse came to mind. Now, I know this is not a place for everybody to go, but I just want to talk about, man, when I was a shorty, and what put me in that, that spirit is when granny had the dopest house on the block for us with decoration. At that time, Chris, neighborhoods had just lights and, and Christmas decorations on it, and it, it made the whole block look, look pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, my grandmother block was just... Just dope. And my and my grandmother's house was the the dopest one. As being a shorty, you know, going over there. I mean, she had everything, snowmen, sand and reindeers, uh, Mrs. Claus, and toy soldiers, and just lights on the outside the house. And it just that bring you in the mood. So just think about that that house that it, you know, when you're going down the block, that one house that just lights up everything. Like uh, uh uh like the Griswolds off of uh National Lampoon National Lampoon <laughs> Christmas uh movie, you know. So that 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 right there, that one house that sticks out on the on the block, that that just gets you that just gets you in that Christmas spirit. Jules, I kind of want to piggyback off of that because I think that that's a really cool because there are so many neighborhoods that you could just tell they take pride in having a really good display and also making their block in the houses in that neighborhood mm-hmm. all stand out. So one of the other places that I wanted to suggest to listeners is Willow Hill. Mm. Now, this is a drive-through okay. holiday light experience, and it's in the suburbs. It's out of Northbrook. And it's, it's located at Willow Hill Golf Course. So it's like a stretch. It's over a mile, as I, as I talked about earlier. But it's lights. They got different themes. They got, even got a reindeer flight school. Really cool. They got like mm-hmm. an animated video tunnel over there, all types of attractions. Damn. And the proceeds from this whole thing that they put together, it goes to a nonprofit that um, looks to fight teenage teenager depression. So if you think about this episode that we're doing, we're trying to you know give people ideas of things that put them in a Christmas spirit, that put them into a, a good place. And that's the reason why this Willow Hill is so dope to me, because not only are they helping people to kind of get out of those dark places, but they're also giving money to stage off some of that teenage depression. So it's like, definitely go support this because it's going to a good endeavor, but also it'll put you in a good mental mindset. I'm glad you said that one. I ain't never heard of that one. Oh man, we might have to check that one out. Yeah, do Willow Hill. Willow Hill, Willow Hill man. Cause that sounds real dope, man. Bro, that sounds it's, real it's, dope. It's, it's something you're not going to forget, man. You, you're going to go through that because I did it like two years ago. Okay. Man, I was like, bro, how come I ain't never heard about this before now? <laughs> I'm like, this shit is dope. You know, it was oh, really cool. Man. Really cool experience. All right. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell the wife we got a spot to go to. Yeah, bring a thermos of hot chocolate, though. Okay. Go ahead. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, now the other one I know, you know, people know that prayers. I know you've been there, and that's Lincoln Park Zoo Lights. Wife and I, we make it, we, it's a tradition of ours. We always go every year. We went to the past six, seven years and it's free. <laughs> but um <laughs> um there's a little change now. Now I think it's like five bucks from Wednesday through uh Sunday, I believe. I think Mondays and Tuesdays only days that are free. And um uh, but it's still five bucks. That's that's nothing. And you just walk around. Now they have the you ain't gonna you ain't there, you ain't gonna see any animals. But you you know they got a whole bunch of lights, little tunnels and you know, and it's it's just a good time. It's just family, family. We're family oriented. You just get out there. You have your hot chocolate, your your uh, apple cider, and and you just take it in. Get the little ice work. You know, they make a little snow ice figures, and and you just walk around, just be in, in the atmosphere. You get use Christmas music going, and just good times. And this one also sells out quick, so audience, yeah, jump yes. on it. Yes. Now, if you don't want to go out to the city and you want to maybe just have more of the suburban experience, Brookfield Zoo also has something mm-hmm. similar. So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely check that one out because they got a long-ass tunnel that you can walk through. I think that one's like almost 600 feet. It's, it's long as shit, but 
colored lights. It's dope, man. It's dope. And again, don't forget your uh, don't forget your thermos because it get a little cold out there sometimes. I think also too, if I remember, they did like this illuminated gingerbread house. I think they did something like that, but that was really cool too in Brookfield. So yeah, I just, oh okay. I wanted to throw that one out there, audience, just in case. You all don't want to drive into the city to go to Lincoln Park because sometimes tra- well, parking and traffic Dude, over there get a little yeah. crazy. Yeah, because it's free. Oh, everybody and mama there. It's, it's, it's been <laughs> a couple times we had to just go another day because there were just no parks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. So plan ahead if, if if you decide to go to Lincoln Park Zoo. But I, I wanted to give the Brookfield. It's just a, a alternate, uh, an alternate spot. Mm-hmm. So I got Rosemont. I don't know audience if, if a lot of you guys go out to the rosemont illinois area but they have an amazed light festival that they do there oh man it's so fucking cool so cool jules i'm not sure if you're familiar but out there in rosemont you know they have like that huge little entertainment district and then they have a baseball park where the chicago dogs play their their games in the summer it's called impact Field. Mm, okay so then that's where they do like their seasonal attraction there uh, in Rosemont. So that festival, man, is dope as hell. Dope as hell. Again, this is something where you got to get those tickets in advance for it. They got like tubing rides and for, you know, people with kids. They got like a little Santa's little workshop, a lot of nice food, definitely hot beverages. Again, stay warm out there. Bring your own hot chocolate if you need. But this mm-hmm. is another place that's like really cool. But like I said, it's right out there in Rosemont. So people that maybe not want to venture to the city, here's another alternative to maybe some of the suburban folks. So Rosemont, the Amaze Light Festival. Definitely uh, make sure to check that one out too. Okay, the next one. I know this might be a little, uh, it's not a big lights festival, but when my wife and I, we were staying at the time, we used to drive to Oak Lawn. And Oak Lawn in their municipality department you got the fire and the police and the library and there's this park across the street now they deck that all with with lights so it's just a it's just a neighborhood with you know oakland neighborhood with the uh buildings and they just really decked it up with a lot of lights and there's like uh uh i want to say like a little tunnel and it's just it just remind me when um but what wife and I, when we was dating at the time, we always go there just to drive, just drive around. It's free, but it's just a real pretty display of lights. And we just, it's just a couple, couple blocks, but it just put me in a good mood because it's just off to the side. We're driving. And I think we was going to get something to eat that time and we see it and you just driving, just drive around the neighborhood and, and that's it. Nothing, nothing too, too, too big about it, but it's a feel good type lights display and, uh, and get you in the mood. And that's what it's all about right there, my man. The other one that I have for the audience, and I've talked about this place in the past, is Morden uh, Arboretum. They do a really nice little light show uh, every year. And again, it's like a nice little walk. It's like almost over a mile. But you walk through, you get all the lights, the music. um, Really cool displays, man. They got 50 acres of trees there. And they decorate the trees. They have different exhibits there going on. It's really cool. Really fucking cool. And I would just tell your audience, this is also another place. Get your tickets in advance. They do the they do the timed entry for the illumination. And it goes from now all the way to January 22nd. But this is one of those things that you want to make sure that you get on top of this early. And then they also do some 20% off discounts. I think when I went last year, I went during the week, like weeknight, and it was discounted. So that is an option as well. You know what, Prince, what was that again? It's Morton Arboretum. It's out in Lyle. Okay. Okay. That's another spot to check out. That was the one we talked about. I think you said that you guys want to check it out, but I would definitely hmm. do definitely do it for the lights. Oh, the okay. 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 Get, oh, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, that's that spot. In the summertime, they get... They do art festivals. They do like little, right. uh, okay. wine tastings. They do all okay. kinds of stuff out there. Gotcha. Gotcha. But now this place right here, though, if you walk into this place feeling a little down, by the time you get out of there, you'll shake all that stuff off because this place is dope, man. It's a nice walk. They have a lot of things for people to do. And they got a lot of places, too, where you can duck in and, it's, and warm up a little bit, too, especially if it's one of those cold nights. Mm, okay. Now, the one I got, man, <laughs> it's, a little, it's, it's a little travel because uh, 
for some reason, my my wife was like, hey, let's 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 go to Wisconsin and check this out. So this place is a winter wonder botanical garden in in, in House uh, Corner, Wisconsin. It's just a big forest preserve, big forest preserve filled with different lights and, and figures and music and definitely bring your own drink. It's, it's one of the ones you drive through and you set your 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 radio onto certain uh, tune, certain stations, mm-hmm. so you can listen to the music while you drive through. You turn your lights off, you just cruise through it. That's why one thing I liked about it because you're, you know, everybody, you, you know, you in this line, but everybody's cruising, checking out the the lights display and, and listen to the music. And, and man, it's just it's just good times. Uh, you can pay at the place. So if you feel like if you close around that Wisconsin area or whatever, you want to check that out, man. It's actually actually pretty dope, man. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. Uh I don't get out to Wisconsin as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I might have to look into that. I might have to Google that. Cause I mean I'm not I'm not opposed to a nice little uh road trip. You know, how far out is it? It's a couple hours. It was That's two not hours. too bad. That ain't too bad. My last one I wanted to talk about to the audience, and this one's gonna be a little bit touristy, but it's just one that I just like. I actually saw it the other day when I was down in the loop. But the Christmas tree at Millennium Park. Mm, okay. Every year, man, yeah. when they when they put that thing on display and they do the little lighting ceremony. Now I get I never get to go to the actual ceremony when they get it all lit up, but I definitely make sure every year that I go down there and just take a look at it. So it's just nothing like, man, walking around downtown. I was down on Michigan Avenue last week and it, it's just it's such a cool experience man just being down there when you, you got everything lit up the city was just beautiful man and that's why i tell people for as much bad as going on out here in this world and there's so much negative stuff that's out here just little moments like that where you just walking around got the lights and you just people just moving and bustling and you had that time to yourself to just kind of enjoy your city you know we spend so much time traveling to other places and always wanting to sightsee but we don't take the time to appreciate the things that are right here in our own backyard. And I kind of had that moment. So I, I definitely made sure or I had that moment last week and I definitely made sure to get over there to millennium and take a look at the Christmas tree and just enjoy those lights. Cause we have the best skyline in the entire dude, world. Dude, Chris, I, I was about to, I was going to say, I'm with you, brother. I'm on, I'm on the same page with you. That, that, that magnificent Mount Lights festival, just downtown area this time of year, man, it is beautiful. You know, like you say, the lighting of the tree. I know they get trees from who knows. And but it's just you look at that tree light. How do all those decorations, bulbs, and lights, and stuff, man? You're like, my God. And then over there, across from Cook County Building, City Hall, they have the Winter Wonderland over there. Yes, yes. And you just go over there. It's just a lot of different shops, and you can get drinks. And, Nothing but Christmas stuff, man. I mean, damn, you know what I'm saying? You know, Christmas music. I mean, it's it's a good it's a good spot to be at. Now dress warm now because downtown you get that different type of weather out oh, there because of the hits, man. But man, friends, <laughs> that spot, man, dude, that was number one on my list because it was like, I mean, you go down there, man, it's like you're in a different world. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. And like I said, you can't help but to be in a better mindset taking in stuff like that. It's nice, you know. And shit, you don't even have to be with nobody else. You can just be with yourself, walking around. Maybe you got some music going in yourself, and you just take it in the scene. Because sometimes I always tell people, they'll say, well, I don't have a girl, or, you know, my family's here, my family is there. But I'm like, hey, okay, I understand that. But sometimes having a quiet moment with yourself here and there is okay. Sometimes you don't need to be in a room full of people. Sometimes for me, I can enjoy being in a room with people just as much as I can enjoy having 15 minutes of just some solitude. So. Uh-huh. You know, I don't want to tell people, hey, you know, it's overrated to feel like, oh, I'm always alone, but I sometimes enjoy it. You know, I think for for me, I just try to focus on making the best out of whatever situation. And that's why we wanted to give you guys some of these places, because whether you're with someone, whether you're not with people, listen, if you go into all these places, there's tons of people around you. So you really ain't going to be by yourself. True. So, so just take it in and enjoy mm-hmm. it. And you never know. Might meet somebody. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Pull up, pull up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Prince. I'm like you, man. You know, sometimes you go to spots by yourself, man. You just, you just so happy to be there. And you, sometimes your people watch. Not saying yeah. you're creeping nothing, but you, you're people watching. <laughs> and, and you like to see people's expression and and they enjoying themselves make you feel better. 
Make yeah, the feel. happiness that they bring. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Yep. And audience, uh, just a quick bonus one. This is not one that I typically will go to, but if you're looking for another place, maybe in the loop area, Navy Pier, they also do oh, like a yeah. nice little display out there. So check yep. that out. I don't really go to Navy Pier because the parking over there is a bit expensive and it's just kind of a pain to get in and out of there, Jules. Mm-hmm. But if you're brave enough, they, they <laughs> do something that I heard is really nice. Yeah, they also got a winter wonderland out there too. Yep. Yep. So it's definitely worth it. Definitely worth it because they put on a nice little display. But uh, for me, I kind of stick to the spots, man, in the suburbs if I can. As I've gotten older, Jules, as I like dealing with all the traffic and whatnot, I like the, the parking is accessible and not having to push my way through stuff. I just like to be easy out here these days, Jules. Man, brother, I'm with you because it's already cold. And then if you park somewhere and walk and it's far and or you have to pay extra to park. And you know they jack those prices up around this time mm-hmm. of year. Man, you're like, man, screw this. <laughs> I just, just want to see some lights. <laughs> right. I ain't trying to come out a whole bunch of money with this, man. Well, that's why, audience, that's why we want to give you guys a lot of different options. Whether you want to be in the loop, whether you want to be in the burbs, or in the case with Jules, he gave you guys a spot in Wisconsin. And we also gave you some little local spots to his area. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Hey, we wanted to just give you guys some places where you can get into this Christmas spirit because this is the season for being thankful. And this is the season for us all to reconnect not only with our friends and families, but reconnect with ourselves. As always, you can find this podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Deezer, or wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate your continued support of the show. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace.